You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Singapore, Archbishop William Goh. My dear brothers and sisters, today we celebrate the Feast of St. Joseph. And in the Gospel, there is nothing much about St. Joseph. And he never even spoke in the Gospel. But we are told in the Gospel, in a very terse manner, that Joseph was a just man. But how was Joseph a just man? What do we really mean when we say that he was just? Was he just just legally, being faithful to the laws? Or there is much more than this meaning of justice. We are told in today's gospel that when Mary was found to be with child, Joseph being a man of honor, a just man, wanting to spare her publicity, decided to divorce her informally. Was he just simply because he saved Mary from embarrassment for having conceived a child out of wedlock? Is that what justice is all about? My dear brothers and sisters, Joseph was just not because he could prove that Mary was an adulteress, not because Mary was judged to have committed an adulterous affair, and therefore Joseph divorced her. On the contrary, Joseph, in spite of the very fact that Mary's um, Revelation that she was conceiving a child by the power of the Holy Spirit, even though that seemed too far-fetched for any one of us to believe. Yet Joseph believed her. Joseph never questioned her integrity. Joseph trusted in Mary, even though she, he could not explain how it happened. But Joseph never doubted Mary because Joseph had faith in Mary. That is why it's very important to underscore the justice of Joseph was one founded not on the laws but on faith. Faith in Mary so much so that because she said her child was conceived by the Holy Spirit, Joseph had to divorce her, not because she had committed adultery, but rather because she was bearing the child of God. And Joseph saw himself unworthy to marry Mary, unworthy to be the father of Jesus. And therefore, he had to exclude himself because 
This is the work of God. And he understood that because it is the work of God, and since Mary was chosen by God, he was unworthy. He had no role, so to speak, therefore, in the life of Mary and Jesus. That is why it was only after the angel who revealed to Joseph that God had a plan not only for Mary, but for him as well. And what was God's plan? That Joseph, because he was the son of David, Jacob was his father, as at the beginning of the gospel we read. And because Joseph is the son of David, then Jesus could fulfill the prophecy of the Old Testament and fulfill the scriptures. So Joseph had a role to play by being the foster father of Jesus to give Jesus credibility and most of all to fulfill the scriptures that Jesus was truly a son of David, belonged to the dynasty of David and therefore fulfill the promise which we have read in today's first reading, when God said through prophet Nathan to David that he will make his royal throne secure forever, that he will be a father to him and he will be a son to him. So you can see, therefore, that Joseph had a very important role to play by being the foster father. And this explains why in today's gospel, the angel told Joseph what was his role. Mary will give birth to a son, but you must name him Jesus. It was not Mary who named Jesus and gave Jesus that name. It was Joseph. Why? Because only the father of the family has the authority to name his child. Remember the birth of John the Baptist when they asked Elizabeth, what name should we give to your child? He said, John. And then they were surprised and they turned to Zechariah. What? And he wrote on the tablet, his name is John. So the very fact that Joseph named Jesus means that he has authority over Jesus. He became, so to speak, the legal father. My dear brothers and sisters, the faith that we are speaking, therefore, of Joseph, therefore, was a justifying faith. Of course, Joseph was a man who respected the laws. He was obedient to the laws. But more than just the laws, it was obedience out of faith. And faith goes beyond the laws. Faith, therefore, does not require proof. That is why Joseph never asked Mary, what proof have you got to show me that God has chosen you? In faith, he believed in Mary. So, this kind of faith does not require proof. That is why in today's second reading from the letter of St. Paul to Romans, St. Paul says, it is, what is faith? The promise of inheriting the world was not made to Abraham 
on any account of any law, but on account of righteousness which consists in faith. Abraham was the father of faith, and it was because Abraham had faith in God, that is why the covenant could be fulfilled. And St. Paul made it clear, though it seemed Abraham's hope could not be fulfilled, he hoped and he believed. And through doing so, he did become the father of many nations, exactly as had been promised. But more than just faith. Justifying faith doesn't mean to say we simply trust in God. More than that. This trust in God must also be concretized in obedience in works of charity. It's just like Abraham. He did not simply believe. He did the will of God. He left his country to go to Palestine. He sacrificed his son in faith. So too, Joseph was a man of great faith. He had so much faith that he did what the angel tell him to do. Immediately, when, the angel, when he woke up, he did what the angel told him to do. It was therefore a faith that is expressed in obedience. And this is the kind of faith that Joseph had. And it was this faith, therefore, that he took Mary. And this faith in accepting Mary did not stop simply accepting Mary as the mother of Jesus, but more. The faith of Joseph was expressed throughout the life of Mary and Jesus. In faith, when it was time for the child to be born, he went to Bethlehem to register the child as a son of David. Bethlehem belongs to the city of David. And as a member of the family, as a tribe, he went there in faith. And just imagine there, were no, there was no room for them. But Joseph never complained, accepted in faith. When the shepherds came to announce that the angel appeared to them, when the Magi came in faith, in contemplation, he accepted the works of God, the miracles, in reverence, in awe. In faith too, when the child was being persecuted by King Herod, he left to a foreign land. You just imagine, in a foreign land, nobody knew he was a carpenter. He had no clients. How to survive? But he went in faith, in faith, that God will surely take care of him. He did not get angry with God. How is that so? When, like, unlike us, when we do God's will, we make so many complaints. How come God is not helping us? How come we are suffering? How come God does not intervene to save us? Joseph never did. In faith, he went. So my dear brothers and sisters, today we are called to be like Joseph. In faith, we are called to be like him. In faith, a faith that comes from prayerful contemplation. Joseph never speak in the gospel, but he listened attentively to the word of God. 
And we too must do that. And we too, my dear brothers and sisters, must follow Joseph, especially for those of us who are in position of authority, those who are parents. We must be exemplary in faith to our children because we can inspire them and we can help them to grow too in faith in the Lord. In fact, sometimes our children lack faith today. Quite often, not always though. Because the faith of the parents are lacking. I'm not just talking about intellectual faith. I'm talking about a living faith. Because if it's a living faith, it will inspire our children to follow us. Even if they have some difficulties trying to understand Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Grace, Archbishop William Goh. This podcast is brought to you by Catholic SG Radio.